we're back. We're back, and, and we're in, we're 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 in the Bronx. The BX, the boogie down. We're well. This isn't the boogiest part of the boogie well, it's down, all the is boogie it? Down, it it's is all, all the boogie down. We're gonna give our shout out to the Bronx, a borough that I have to say today was my first time riding the, the five train in this direction. See, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold it. Yeah. You never go to Yankee Stadium. Never, you know, honestly, I can walk to Yankee Stadium from my house. Oh, yeah, and good, two, point, good point. From my house, if I get on the train to Yankee Stadium, I take the D train two stops and I'm at Yankee Stadium, so I don't have to get on a number train to go. To All Yankee right, well, Stadium. I have ridden the five train in that direction, but not to this part. Oh, yeah, and this is, I'm gonna let you finish, by the way. This oh, is the yeah, July. I'm a, this is not the MTA guideline hotline. With, this is the, uh, I'm gonna let you finish uh, with who are you? With Black Oprah and um, White Gail King. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> So, Gail. <laughs> yes, oh. <laughs> there was a blackout this weekend in New York. <laughs> okay, so okay, so here's the thing. So I'm in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and I'm on my way to a absolutely fantastic show at Celebrate Brooklyn, uh, Salif Keda. Amazing. Uh, I will say... One thing that we do really well in New York is we do put on those good free shows. Absolutely. And I will say there's something I always associate with New York in the summer is African music. I don't know. It just seems to, you get a good. That's the time when we get a lot of those free outside shows. Free outside shows. In all the different summer stages. Right. And so this was a great show. Salif Keita, just magnificent singer. Anyway, long story short, I'm on my way there. I get a text from my good friend Rob. And he says, hey, I'm in the city. Is there a blackout in Brooklyn, and I'm thinking, are we talking in code? <laughs> no, there is no right. blackout. And I said, right. no, 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 not that I. And so nobody was talking about it. Yeah, obviously, I was in Brooklyn the, too. Nobody was. Nothing. The I lights were on. People started hitting me, being like, "There's yeah. a blackout. There's a blackout." I'm like, um, "I'm sitting outside. I'm sitting an outside, and meal. it's black and out, but there exactly. is no blackout." <laughs> yes. So yes, there was a blackout. Yeah. It's uh, the anniversary of the big blackout, right. right? And you know what's the one thing that managed to invade the blackout and insert herself into it? <laughs> I, the person who terrorizes me the most. Okay. Jennifer Lopez. I thought about Jennifer Lopez when I got Jennifer off the train Lopez. today because I thought, is this Jenny from the Block Territory? Are we in Jenny from the Block Territory? She's relentless. I'm like, <laughs> how did you even end up in this blackout story? You won't stop. Every week there's a new song that no one's ever going to play. There's I know. a tour. Courtney, Courtney and now there's the- a blackout. I get home about not hearing about this blackout. Get home in a $90 car. It cost me $90 to get home. Uh, I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to reiterate the fact that you were two blocks from my house and if you just fucking called me, I would have said you can crash on the couch where that's neither here nor there and save yourself 90 bucks, but continue with your story. Well, that was because (laughs) I was being cursed by Jennifer Lopez who decided to terrorize (laughs) me because then I get home, turn on the TV, what's the first thing I see? Not the story of the blackout. <laughs> the story of the blackout and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, so it seems like so there was this blackout. And Jennifer Lopez was having a, a what were her fifty? I don't know some yeah. co- show at the Garden. She sold out. She had two nights at the Garden. Mm-hmm. She had done one night where she sang all of her hits. And mm-hmm. this is no disrespect to Jennifer Lopez. She's great. I'm sure she's a blast at parties. Whatever. But and then the second night she was five songs in. And that's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. Which means that was the end of the show. That so. was the end of the show. <laughs> she so, sang all five songs that you wanted to hear at the beginning. And that's everybody right. was leaving. And well, then the lights went out. she didn't do the five so, so she didn't have a chance to do all the 75 remixes of the Pitbull song. But here's my thing. Okay. Right. 
so first off, on a positive note, nobody was hurt during the blackout. Nobody was harmed. People were stuck in elevators, but yeah. it wasn't bad. There was no looting. There was we're, no this. Yeah, yeah. We're Everything was in fine. A little blackout. We're like, yeah, it okay, was fine. We, we um, okay, so here's my issue with the Jennifer Lopez blackout thing. Okay, mm-hmm. first off. Aren't there generators at Madison Square Garden? There are, but they did come on, but they don't. The generators are never going to be strong enough to put on a show. No, no, so, no. Yeah. I'm just talking yeah, about the, lights the, and- I, the idea that. Yeah. So Jennifer Lopez's statement afterwards was something <laughs> along the lines of, "I'm heartbroken. This is tragic," and I'm like, "Heartbroken? I mean, you know, you can reschedule." Which she has. Right. I just thought that her response, she acted as though someone had been, Ariana Grande performing at a show and people dying in front of you would be that's, tragic. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, tragic absolutely. and heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. Someone tripping over an electrical cord and shorting out a third of Manhattan. Eh, not so much. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. But anyway, the important thing is that she somehow managed to make it about herself. She somehow managed to make it about herself. And she managed. And I will tell you, as soon as I saw that, the J-Lo connection. Did you think of me? I did think of you because I know that you were terror. Finished, you're terror. 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 I don't know why. And she seems like a really nice girl. And, yeah. But I feel like we're in her neighborhood. So we and might shout out to my careful. friend Kim who actually works with Jennifer. Shout out. And the funny thing was, oh, yeah. I was actually invited to the show on Saturday. And I said to, to a friend of mine, I was like, no, nah, I don't think I want to go see that. I'm so glad. If I had been You seeing- need to face your fears. <sighs> well, you need to look well, at J-Lo in the face. In the in the face and well, say, speaking of the I'm garden, not scared of you, J Lo. I am facing my fears because being a New York Knicks fan, aka a long suffering fool, <laughs> I am facing my fears because every year I think, this is our year. Oh, uh, this is our year. Uh, this is our year. We're going to make all the moves in the off season, and I really come yeah, to the now. The garden yeah. is cursed. Yeah. It's kind of Actually, you know what would be a great idea if there was a blackout during the entire 2019-2020 Knicks season? We would be winning. It just seems like we're never going to get right. Ever. And when I kept watching all of these like basketball analysts and a lot of them are former players, whenever the Knicks come up, they all were laughing on ESPN. They were like, no one's coming to the fucking Knicks. They're laughing They're at like, us. They're like, no one's coming to the Knicks. No. And then I would always be like, that's bullshit. Someone's going to be like, I'm going to be this person who's going to want to come. But they're absolutely right. No one no wants one. to come to I mean, they're like, we're coming to Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving has a whole campaign where he keeps singing, I'm coming home. I'm like, you grew up in New Jersey. Well, he's the you, flat earther. You play, he probably is not really quite you play sure. You ball in New Jersey. I know, but he... What's d- with this video of you well, on the Brooklyn Bridge, he, like, I'm coming home? Maybe like, he thinks he the here. Nets are still in Jersey oh, because okay. he doesn't believe in basic physics yeah, and geography and stuff this like that. True. So maybe he... Yeah, you know, I was I was uh, overseas a couple of weeks ago and with my limited... Um, uh, internet connection because I refuse to pay that $10 a month $10 a day to fucking Verizon fuck you all I know how to say where's your Wi-Fi account in any language in any language the symbol for Wi-Fi is the same really Wi-Fi Wi-Fi you know but um, yeah and I started reading this stuff All right, let me be honest I am a a long time basketball fan long time lifelong Nick fan but at a certain point I do kind of fake it in terms of my actual knowledge of what's going on so I pretend to be like Oh yeah, that sucks. But I, even I, in my state of faking stuff, knew that this was really, really bad. Yeah, that's bad. It's bad. I mean, I just feel like that we literally could like win a game, and somehow they would 
it would turn out that we actually hadn't. Right, it's true. And you know why everything sucks? Say his name, <sighs> say his name. Jim motherfucking Dolan. James motherfucking Dolan. I think that right now the two most hated white men in New York City are Bill de Blasio. We could have a whole show on that one. And James Dolan. And James Dolan. And Bill de Blasio at least is tall and there's a possibility he might be able to play basketball, although he's old. Or or not to jump back to the blackout, Jim de Blasio, Bill de Blasio, who wasn't even here, and then didn't even rush back. And when I saw his press conference, I, he was like, well, you know, listen, they have phones and communication. Yeah, it's I was good. calling all the people I needed to call. I'm like, you needed to be here. You're the mayor of New York. Mm. There was just a major blackout for five hours. Listen, Cuomo, he, who seems he, to he, always be in New York City, called, was listen, here. Listen, de Blasio called J-Lo. She told him it was okay. She rescheduled the show, and it was all good. But getting back to the Knicks. And yeah, he, so anyway. And so he's what's actually happened? the feature singer on her new song coming out this week. That's right, Bill de Blasio <laughs> calling, I'm not going to win. <laughs> ever, ever. How fucking scary would it be if he ends up, like, actually becoming a major player in this campaign? Well, here's the funny thing about Bill de Blasio. He's there actu- is a funny thing about yes, him? Yes, because... <laughs> He's, and then we have to get back to the next. Okay, he's not been all the way terrible as no. the mayor with some of the things that he's no, done. No, he's done some good stuff. But he's so such an unlikable he's person. Dick. He's a dick. That it's like you can't even look at those things and say, no. this is great. It's like, no, I He's done some you. really good stuff. He's actually done some really <laughs> yeah. good progressive universal health, uh, universal child care, minimum wage, um, the ID New York City program, yeah. sanctuary city stuff. He's done, But he's just such a fucking dick that you're looking at him like you're a dick. And, you know, he takes all of that developer money and he's done a yeah. couple of things that have that really have reshaped the city that I don't like. But, you know, that's any city. Every city is changing. So that's I can't true. sit here and just say it's New York. Every city is changing. All right. But yeah. speaking of changing, when are we going to get a basketball? Do you remember, Courtney? We're about the same age. Do you remember when New York City had a basketball team? I do remember when New York City yeah, had a basketball team. Yeah, me too. It was great. Okay, so here's the thing. So everybody now is like rah, 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 Nets. Now, again... I grew up in Long Island, born in New York. I live right near Barclays. I could never get into the Nets because, you know, it's like I grew up with the Knicks. I grew up with the Knicks. I grew up in the even though the Nets were New Jersey, man, and also Long Island and then New Jersey. But even and also just from even though stylistically, obviously, black and white looks much better on than orange and blue. You look crazy, but I was an orange and blue girl. But now, I mean. What am I rooting for if I stay with the Knicks? Who's there? And the crazy part is, it still costs like almost a thousand dollars to go see them. I know to go see them lose. You can't even name five people on the team, and the I tickets can't. are so expensive to go. No, they traded the two people whose names I can think of offhand. But but here's the thing too: everybody keeps screaming, "Okay, KD and Kyrie is going to be great." We'll see, right? Because we know KD is not playing for at least. A, a, a year. Right. And Kyrie, which version of Kyrie is going to show up? Right. Are we going to get, I have my period every two weeks, Kyrie? Hey, hey, very... hey, 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 <laughs> hey. Listen. Hey. Listen. He acts <laughs> very hormonal. He gets All right, very... so maybe he's just being hormonal. Why do you got to blame it on his period? <laughs> because that's the way he acts. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well. <laughs> that's the way he acts. So if we get, I'm doing great, I feel great, I'm coming to play, Kyrie, great. If we get the brooding, I'm upset, Kyrie, then I think Brooklyn is going to be disappointed. But either way, they made the moves to really 
make themselves well, what's a really sad though is just when you realize that nobody wants to come here yeah man we're the number one market in the country and you know to call the Madison Square Garden the Mecca and I think for these younger generation of it don't players, mean anything yeah they, they don't they don't see that don't because they don't they so. don't know great basketball at Madison Square Garden anymore what they know is a team that has been in complete management disarray for years and years and years and after watching how Jim Dolan has even treated past Knicks, we like, need well, a Donald Sterling there? situation. Right. Anybody out there listening who has any okay. incriminating so information. I'm going to need you, Amy. You have to get in there. You have to seduce Jim Dolan Ooh. in some weird way so we can cause a scandal <laughs> and get him out. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Actually, if you seduced him in some weird way, it would be much more scandalous well, than if I did. Well, it anymore because, like, when I was younger, yeah, but now that I'm in my 50s, I only have one ab. So, <laughs> like, so like, nobody wants the one ab. It'll be like, hey, here's my one ab. You want to rub it? I don't think that's going to Yeah, really that work. won't work. Well, anyway, so when we were putting together this week's show, we were thinking, you know, we wanted to think of a theme, and we went, you know, you never go wrong with men behaving badly. And we've been sort of joking around about the Bellagio being a jerk. And right. we, you know, Jim Dolan, obviously the Knicks, you know, basketball is just another circumstance where groups of men just disappoint me mm-hmm. on levels. But there is some serious, serious, serious poor male behavior going on Man. these days. So why don't we just start with, you know, the greatest hits this week? Our friend Jeffrey, well, not our friend, <laughs> I mean, I take that back. Right. Jeffrey Epstein, who to me really does look like. Every other head of A and R and any other record company. Kind of sorta. Yeah, he really yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, you know, I every time I hear the details of this story, and you think about the groups of powerful men that are in his circle, it just and women it, actually. Yeah, it's it's kind of head scratching because we all know the shit that our friends do, even if we don't say certain things. You see things, you yeah. know things. The amount of stuff that they're talking about and his jets and all of this, you're like. Nobody knew that they were, and I hate when they always say underage women. I'm like, underage women means girls and children. Children? No, these are. Fu- stop. I have call noticed, it what it is. Call I have it what noticed it is. in the last couple of days you hear people more and more stop with this underage women, yes, and they're call, just saying, call they're it saying what it is. Kids. Yeah. Call children. It, call it's, it what it is. It's like it when is. they say sexual abuse instead right. of rape. Yeah. Call it's, it what it is. It's rape. He and, was raping kids. And and to me, it's it's just mind boggling that we are in a time that all of this stuff has been politicized. There used to be a point where we could all agree. It didn't matter where you right. came from, what you look like, right. who you voted for. That fucking with kids was a bad thing. It's you bad. Know what yeah, I mean? there were Racism certain, is a bad thing. No, there were thing. certain things yeah. that were just like, it's sort of like, you know, don't make fun of blind people. Right. You know? <laughs> don't steal from charities. No. Don't trip old people. You know, basic rules of stuff. And now Don't it's eat like, McDonald's after 10 p.m. <laughs> you do it earlier right, exactly. when, the, when the quarter pounder with cheese is fresh. Do not Important mix, things like you that. know, don't put mayonnaise on a bacon don't sandwich. Don't put mayonnaise on, on anything. anything. Thank disgusting, you. Disgusting. Disg- unless it's French fries and yeah. you're in a foreign no, country. No, still disgusting. In no, a no foreign mayonnaise. country. Yeah, in a foreign, okay. in a no, foreign no, in no, a no, foreign no. country. Yeah, but all right. But the point is, we're 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 kind of making fun of Jeffrey Epstein. I think because it's disgusting. It's disgusting, and and it is really disgusting to me the level of whataboutism going on with right, him. Right. It's like, look, it would be a lovely icing on a pervert cake if, when and if he talks, he brings down Trump. But I don't fuck. 
It would also be great if he brought down Clinton. I don't care who he brings down. Trump with is him. like Teflon, man. The, the one thing about him is he really is like Teflon. And that comes from no ever paper trail ever leads to him right. because he doesn't email. So people can say, well, I said this to him. And he'd be like, prove it. No, you didn't. Well, no, I mean, I, do, I think that if what I'm saying is, is that the fact that people are couching this, like, well, what about Bill Clinton? It's like, okay, maybe Bill Clinton was had a hand in this too. Good. Get rid of him too. For, but the so, only difference being Bill Clinton is currently not president. Right. So, I mean, that Bill Clinton is a horn dog in a sleaze bag, I think, has been long established. I just don't... Now, are we seeing now that basically all of these powerful men end up being horn dogs and sleaze bags? Well, I mean, you can get, you get away with... You get away with what you can get away with. I mean, what is, like I said, the whole thing that's absolutely astounding, and it speaks to, as we've discussed and other people have discussed, the fact that women are just not valued in this fucking at world at all. And because, I hate that that's even true by other women, because I, I see some of the conversation, and you see that there are women connected to some of this, and I'm like... Wow, you but guys, women who were probably have been abused themselves. It's just it's it's a no. It's, it's a awful. Rough, it's it's I I just the thought of I don't, I don't know. It's it's just I can't even find the words for it because when I, when I hear it and I listen to the stories and this dude you know getting some sweetheart deal from Acosta and it's like you but know, that's what I'm saying. This is the power structure. Yeah. This is the idea that that. You know, every not that I know anything about law, though I do watch Law and Order regularly. Um, this deal that Acosta, that Alexander Acosta, former, uh, soon to be, I'm sure, Fox commentator Alexander Acosta, worked out. Every every lawyer I saw on TV said, "You never ask the prosecution. So how would you like this to go?" <laughs> right. You're supposed to let people know, like when you know the deal is being made but that's that's the power of money in this country right if you have money in america and you have power with that money well that's what i'm you saying can, you can shift everything Epstein's in your money is such that the fact that he happened to be a, a somewhat liberal democrat it money no pun intended trumps all of it yep. that's the party that they care about but another thing that's really kind of upset me and i'm seeing this more on my facebook feed among people i would think would be a little fucking sharper on this mm -hmm. is this sort of like, oh, you know, basically, why aren't white people as upset about this as black people were about R. Kelly? Or basically meaning like, oh, because these were little white girls getting raped, it's somehow worse. First of all, right. I have a feeling that, a, um, not a Casa, oops, Freudian slip. I have a feeling that Epstein was an equal opportunity pervert. Right. I get the sense, I saw one woman interviewed on TV and she looked to me to be Hispanic that he just knew how to hone in on those, right. you know, on the vulnerable. Absolutely. But this shouldn't even be a conversation about Trump. Which pervert is worse? Yeah. Per They're all bad. They're all bad. That? They're all bad. Yeah. I, I hate that sort of when people start measuring up. It, it was the same thing with Bill Cosby. You know, when he was getting into trouble, I heard so many people saying, well, well, Harvey Weinstein did this. I'm like, all of that's irrelevant. They all, all should go to jail. jail. Right. All, all of them. them. Yeah, and make an island. we should all be... Standing in line to help push all of them in jail. Yeah, I'm mean, not saying this one is worse than this one. Think about the girls. Think about these young girls. Because you know, when we have this conversation, and boys in yeah, some case, we keep forgetting how it is to be 13, 14. You know, hormones are coming into play. You, some older person 
is suddenly giving you this attention right. at a time in your life where you're trying to discover and explore. It's the most evil thing. No, in it's the evil world. and manipulative. But again, it 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 speaks volumes to how you know this this country hates children. This, we we like uh, among other things. We like blacks, right. Gays, well, children, children, all yeah, yeah, children. Yeah. I mean, children, black, gay. You know, whatever yeah. they. We like fetuses. We're very we're very concerned with making sure that people keep fetuses. But once they come out, once they come out, you're on your own. Right. I will tell you that. I mean, and again, it's not. I can't make a generalization, but I will anyway, <laughs> because why not? I was uh, overseas a couple of weeks ago, and I never saw one mother screaming at their kid. And you can tell screaming in any language. This is true. And kids act up in other countries, too. Kids act up everywhere. And I never saw that look on a parent's face of, I wish I had never fucking had you. Right. And you see that look on parents' face a lot. Well, that's because, you know, here in America, and, and I think about, like, I think about this for myself, the pressure of just everyday life and expenses living here by myself, like, how much it costs me to go grocery shopping right. just for one person. Everything I do for no, one person. No, I know. Well, what I'm saying... Can you saying... imagine? But I'm just saying, I see the parents' frustration in America because the worries for your kid here are so much different than a lot of other places. Oh, I don't know. The cost of trying to raise... Yeah, but I mean in a different way. Trying to raise your kids in this no, country is really expensive. So I see... Shout out but to that, all those but... parents that are always stressed because but that I know it's stress just living here. But that gets back to what I'm saying the basic, yeah. so my point being that gets back to the basic lack of regard we have for children. Yeah. We really don't give a fuck about children. We give, about, we give a fuck about people We're, having babies. We celebrate the baby bump and right. the industry of having a child. But once you have the kid, unless you have money, you're on your own. This you're shamed if you can't take care of it. You're you know? shamed if you carry the baby the wrong right. way. Right. You're, you're shamed saying, yeah. if you do this. You're shamed if you do that. So this, these sort of crimes, the, you know, the fact that's, you know. Aren't you glad you had your kid at a time when there was no social media and all of that? Oh, my so God. So you could just raise your son and make the mistakes that every parent Oh, my God. Without if a I had, group if I, of people online being like, I can't believe you're carrying your baby like that. Why right. did your baby have this on? It's oh crazy. Oh, my God. All I had to put up with was all the little black kids on my street going, <laughs> how come, how come he don't have Nikes. I'm like, because he can't walk. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Um, but anyway, the Move point forward to all these years later. Now he's working at Nike. Yeah. <laughs> so there. But you know, what I'm saying is the fact that you have the level, it, it actually speaks again to the hatred of women right. and the hatred of children that you have, you would think like with Epstein, someone like Epstein, who is known to be on a more liberal democratic side right. of thing, you would think for Trump that would be a fabulous opportunity for him to, you know, in his cynical evil, skewer. even he hasn't said, he has sided, he sided with Acosta Trump. Right. He, he sure has, did. no one has ever said one word about these women. Well, if you're Donald Trump and you've had twenty and and a rape allegation that oh, from from a couple of weeks ago, right? You're not going to touch the women's side, right? He's no. going to avoid all of that. And that woman, by the way, E. Jean Carroll, who is a great writer, yes. and and if any of you have not read her her account in New York Magazine, please read it because it is it is chilling because you're you're reading this thinking. Holy shit, this is the president of the United States. And there's not a, a line in that that does not ring true. And the, the thing that's funny about whenever these stories about him comes out, the thing that people like about him 
especially his supporters, was his attitude, the gruffness. But then they can't believe that he would do any of that. the terrible things that people say. I'm like, but you like him because you like that terrible right. shit. Right. Like over this weekend, him telling the four female congresswomen to. Well, I want to get back to Eugene yeah, just for one second. Yeah, yeah. I just read today that she's going to she's looking into legal action against him. So there's no statute of limitation. Um, she's looking into it. She's looking right. to see if there might possibly be. But you know, um. I, I like I said I just find like, it. How does this happen? I remember when the election was coming and everybody on Fox was saying when 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 he was going against Hillary Clinton, how can we have a candidate or a president who's under any kind of investigation or anything? We can't have that happen. And now every other week it's something, and they're like, well, we don't believe those women. We don't believe this. Yes, we but don't that's. I that. mean, you know, we get this is the this is the the complete hypocrisy. The Democrats do it too, but not oh, to the extent of Republicans. Democrats are terrible. Republicans, the Republicans are scorched earth. Okay, there are there is, you know, footage of people like Lindsey Graham and all these people ripping Trump and calling him every name, every which way but lose. You know, in private, that most Republicans are like, Jesus fucking Christ, this guy's an idiot. Right, but. They want, they want that Supreme Court. Again, right. they want... Well, they got it. They want they taxes and fetuses. Right. That's all the Republicans Listen, care. they got it. When does somebody stand up and say, this is not the America? Never. They were supposed to be the, the, the party of the Constitution. It's yet never going to happen. It's being trampled all over. They don't no care. But you know, what the, you know what the thing... And then the Democrats are eating their own. They're eating each other. Well, no, the thing is, is because... Is because First off, they don't teach civics in school anymore. They don't right. teach government. Right. So if you were to grab the average 20-something-year-old, okay, okay, let's say a first-time voter, and say, three branches of government, name them. Right. So they don't even realize that he's, you know, when they talk about the new normal, they don't even realize he's doing something that's wrong. Okay, you know what it's analogous to? All right, so you and I grew up in New York, yep. and we used tokens, right, yep. on the subway. Yep. And then they said, oh, we're going to phase out tokens. We're going to use MetroCard. MetroCard, yeah. oh my God, how am I going to do that? Right. Okay, now they're phasing out MetroCards, right. and they're going to use, like, the Oyster card. They're going right. to use a pass. Well, if you're my son's age, who's 30, or if you're younger, that's no big deal to you to do this because you were raised doing that. But and if it's you're, probably more convenient. It's like, more convenient. Thing, yeah. Right. So if you're someone who has only kind of known this kind of politics who's grown up in a Fox era, internet, that kind of politics, then it doesn't seem that strange to you that you have Supreme Court justices giving paid speeches somewhere. It doesn't seem that strange to you that you have someone who's accused of rape because, you know, you've grown up watching musicians that you like. You've right. grown up seeing people not paying the price. I mean, we've discussed, you know, the R. Kelly thing, right? right? Which... In a really the open, weird, the open the twenty-something-year open secret. Right, exactly. It, and 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 it's so funny. Not funny. It's there's there's somewhat irony of it that the week that the um, the Epstein thing again. Yes. Difference being that Epstein is actually is a convicted sex offender. Yes, he is. Um, and you were telling me he's the lowest level. Right? Lowest level. He basically there are people who say PP that are like you know. <laughs> I th yeah, he's like the lowest level. Went right. from like you have to register. He has to register, which means nothing because right. he works for himself. So what the fuck, this you know? It's not like he's trying to get a job, you know, at a school. Right. But um, R. Kelly was this week um, or last week. He there were more charges brought against him. I believe two felony charges. Yeah, through, I mean, major, the New York courts. Yeah, New York and Chicago. Yeah. I don't know how New York got involved. 
Because evidently he had people flown to New York. Oh, so it was like Manax. Yeah, and you know, once you cross those state lines and if he's, I guess there's video footage because some of his ex-employees have turned in some tapes supposedly. So some of that happened in New York and that's how they got him in New York. These crimes happened here so we're coming after you here in New York. Well, this is, I mean, it's first off, complete and and sincere like shout out to Jim DeRogatis who has was the reporter who broke this story to has been working on the story for 20 years right. and just put out a book shout out to Dream Hampton and her crew with the shout documentary out to my girl, Dream. you know and and working with Jim I mean Jim deserves a Pulitzer for this yeah. because this is like not letting go of a story and not in every and I will say every time he went to put out an album yeah Jim was on it. Yeah. And that story came right back. It right. came right back. back. And, and I will say a lot of the fans, a lot of the women, I will say black women stood up. Every time he tried to do, remember they tried to do a, a question and answer session with him on Twitter. Right. And it got shut down two minutes into it. Right. People but, yeah. immediately were like. But the R. Kelly thing, I mean, yeah. you know, and we've discussed this and everyone out there has discussed this. I mean, this is, you know, everybody clutching their pearls about this. Like, he married Aaliyah. And that's and the story could have ended right there. Very true. And then again, but and this is where you get into this ridiculous what about a well how about what Elvis did? Well how about what Jerry Lee? I actually had a conversation and I'm using that in the on Facebook with some I don't even know this guy, he's a fucking idiot. Okay, right. he's a friend of a friend, but he's just a fucking idiot who's like, Well, I mean, selective outrage. So are we supposed to stop listening to David Bowie and Jimmy Page? I was like, All right, you know what? I don't have time. Yeah, all right, they did terrible things. Are you seriously comparing what R. Kelly and Jeff Jeffrey Epstein did to David Bowie having sex with a 14-year-old? What, what did David Bowie did wrong? Yes. Right, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. But my thing is this. I What I hate that people have a tendency to do, because it really does diminish the young ladies, yeah. is when somebody comes up with a situation Instead of us dealing with that situation, we always throw back to, well, what about this person? Well, that's what I'm what saying. About it's the whataboutism, right. I'm like, how about, let's look at this situation directly in front of us and judge it. Each one stands on its own. All right. So what do you think you have? You think Kelly's going to do jail time? I think R. Kelly is like O.J. Simpson. They will find a way to get him in jail. It might and not be on this. It It'll be, like, be they will probably get him on tax They're stuff. going to find the way. To, to get him. However, they want him off the streets. So I do believe yeah. that he is one of those people, be, like O.J. Simpson, who just won't stop, and they're going to get that thing that they need to put him in jail. Well, I mean, I think ultimately with O.J., wasn't it some very, very uh, um, amplified charges on something that, that he normally... That in the beginning, that nobody would have gone... It was, it was a den of thieves. People were recording him. People, right. It was a whole den of thieves right. where they all... Should have either just been arrested and thrown out. No one should have gone to jail. But he gave them what they needed right. to get him in jail. And I think that's what it will be with R. Kelly. Well, the thing is, R. Kelly at this point, I mean, he has... They just want him off the street. They will find a He has no money. I mean, I'm assuming. Which is... that. You know, listen, I know he can't read and he can't write. The illiterate thing. Right. But to me, that's... How is that not mystifying to you? Well, because, I mean, he's spending a. I mean, he. If, yes. If if he, it is to be believed, yes, that he is running the level of criminal enterprise that he is running, yes, it's expensive. Absolutely, but I also know that 
he has publishing on songs like I Believe I Can Fly. Right. He's got publishing. On, right. He's a, not broke. He's, We're not going to be doing a He's got publishing on Michael Jackson. So like really big, big songs that every year should be bringing publishing. Right. Checks. He for a long time stayed on the road, which is where a lot of artists right. make a lot of their money. Right. And he writes all his own shit. Right. So but I'm he, just saying, I mean, when they say he's broke, I think what they mean is in terms of what he, he no longer has income he, he's no longer recording he is he was he's sitting, dead as a recording he was, artist he was sitting in, but he the last album he put out was maybe a year ago two years ago was it that yes wow. he's been putting out records rca quietly <laughs> dropped him but he he was on rca the entire time well listen rca records. dropped i mean you know yeah. rca dropped him because he wasn't selling any records anymore i mean for rca and no so that's actually not why they dropped him they dropped him because this whole situation i know and but Sony's, and tony is finally being smart to realize we cannot be in the business of these people who constantly, even if it's an allegation, constantly having that kind of allegation. Yeah, but your these head. allegations have been, I mean, not to get our way off here, but these allegations have been going on for years. So this Absolutely, was but thing. nobody, yeah, because no one cares until this time. People are organizing a different way about it. And also, we and heard, being, we heard from the girls. And when Being R. Kelly aired, I think that that was the moment where And it we changed. heard from them and we yeah. saw them. When you can literally see somebody because after that aired he had an album finished right that he thought he was releasing through rca and they were like yeah we're, we're not putting this out right you know and that's that's when i think he realized the jig was up with his label and they were like we're so we you think do he'll this. do jail time i think they will find a way to get him in jail how about epstein do you think he'll do jail time? absolutely i do you think it or will he just get no. disappear at this point i believe both of them will do jail time. Okay. Both of them. Because well, it, I would, the reason I think that Epstein will do jail time is because the Southern District of New York has them and they don't give a flying fuck. Right. They're not beholden to anybody. Speaking of jail time. Uh-huh. All right. Am I supposed to care about ASAP Rocky? Oh, I keep forgetting we're supposed to talk about this. No, I think we're supposed to yeah. care. You keep forgetting we're supposed to care. <sighs> well, because I will tell you, some people on Facebook care very deeply. And then others are, are letting his words from a... Background story, in case anybody doesn't know this. In 2015, he did an interview with Time Out in New York. And this was around the time of Ferguson. Right. And he had some very clear statements about, I'm not a political activist. Right. I'm not Al Sharpton. Right. I, I just live, want to get high and fuck white girls. And I live basically. in... So I, I'm up in these fashion houses. Right. I'm up in these bitches' drawers. I live in Soho and Beverly Hills. I can't relate. I go back to Harlem. It's not the same. So I find it really interesting now that he's in this position seeing the debate of people online being like fuck him we shouldn't care about him he didn't care about us and it leads to a bigger story especially in the black community it's like do we constantly have to stand up for people who don't really stand up for their community right when when the time comes for them to say something right now when they're in trouble do we all rally and say but still you're part of our community if we're going to have this fight we have to fight for you too. Well, here's the thing: I don't want to see anybody falsely imprisoned. Neither do I. Well, though, well, if well, I had to be falsely imprisoned, a jail in Sweden, from what I've seen, well, here's the question I've got: Is it a false imprisonment? We see him on tape. Molly, people are saying the guy was annoying him. I just saw a little bit of tape, and what I saw was a guy being thrown like a rag doll. But down then, the there's supposedly, there's something before where the guys break headphones right. over the bodyguard's head. I mean, all right. said, yeah. it seems to me that... Yeah, I don't want to see anybody in jail. Let me just say that. I don't want, I don't want to see I don't anybody, want to see anybody falsely yeah. in prison. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
I do think it is imperative, and I think that the State Department has gotten involved. That, Have they? Yeah. Well, meaning when you're in, a, you know, one of the area, one of the things about being an American is we seem to forget that when you're in another country, it's like you don't get to drag out the Constitution. And go, but look, it says right here, you right. can't do this to me. Right. It's like, yeah, they can. Um. So you know, at least we're dealing with a rational country, and um, I would like to think that their jails look like IKEA. I did see something on 60 Minutes once, and again, not that I want anyone to go to jail, but, I mean, Jesus Christ, like, the food looks really good in Sweden. No, I'm serious. It's like an amazing... Is that your takeaway from the jail? <laughs> You're the like, food. the meals were fabulous. Well, you know, the I judge... You know, I catered judge. the lunch. It was no, no, amazing. No. no, but I'm saying, it's like it's not like he's being thrown into Rikers. Well, you hear... The, well, the stories, the way they were making it sound, it was like there's feces on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what somebody there. said. Yeah. Like, no. Somebody right. printed, actually, the menu. Right. The f- And I was they like... They have a printable menu they have for a jail menu in for Sweden? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. You probably get to have, like, songwriting classes with ABBA. It's probably oh. great. Shout out to ABBA. Shout out to ABBA. Ace of Bass. Come yeah. on. The point being, I don't want to see anybody in jail if right. they're falsely accused. Um... I also, though, can understand uh, there's a bit of, I can't pronounce the word, Schoedenfreud, where you take pleasure in the pain of others. Yeah. So when you have a guy who's basically spent the last three years going, fuck you, I don't give a damn, look at me, I'm cute, I'm doing this, that, and the other, and all of a sudden it's like, boo, you're black and you're in jail. You can't go, oh, wait, And that's when you me. realize, where are your friends from the fashion houses in Soho? They don't give a Hills? fuck. Are they, are they coming to get you now? And no. I do think as a black community, I'm glad... I'm mad at what he said. I hated it. I'm I am glad to see the support of people being like, We will fight for you despite of yourself. Well, not for nothing. In no. spite of yourself. I mean, not for nothing. He's accused of something in the scheme of things that's kinda low on the on the criminal totem pole. This is not Bobby Schmurder for No, it's not, life. but here's the thing. Why has he not been bailed out? Well, because different countries have different rules. This oh. is in America. Oh. You know what I mean? You do some shit in different countries and unfortunately you have to Abide by how their legal system works. Right. I think the best thing is try not to go to jail when you're in another country. I think that that is... I hate that, especially if you have security with you, I hate that he physically got into the fight. Because when you're an artist in of any capacity, you have something to lose. Let you, And if you have security, honestly, let them deal with it and you have to just walk away. Because as an artist, you do. You have something well, see, to Well, see, I, I watched part of this footage. Supposedly, there is footage of him kind of, them trying to back this these yeah. guys up. And though the people who attacked him literally look like s- skate punks. Right. Like, really? I don't know. I, I just find it, it's, again, this is where social media is so And my thing is, have, if you have great, and this is this is not the distance security. I did not watch the whole thing. Yeah. But, you know, of years of working with, Big artists who had great security. The one thing I realized, that's the difference. That person wouldn't have even really been able to get near right. to the artist with, with some of the artists that I've worked with. Right. And, and that's the key, so that you don't even have that situation. That's really what security is there for, right. to diffuse any situation before it even has a possibility of happening. Right, but I, and yeah. I just wish that for him, because I hate to see this narrative of this young man being overseas, being in jail, the fight, just everything about it. I just, I just don't like this story. Yeah, and I also don't want this. You know, someone said, "Well, this, you know, he'll come out of it and, and it'll make him a better artist." I'm like, 
this is not someone, this is not Meek Mill. I don't think there's going to be this suddenly, this light bulb And, and I'm sure with Meek Mill, he will tell you he wishes that never happened. Oh, of you course. No one should have to yeah. be, no one should have to become politically aware through um, coercion, which is basically what going, you know, or through punishment. You shouldn't be punished to become politically aware. I can't, I don't know a lot about Aesop Rocky. I sort of don't care yeah, anything yeah. about Aesop Rocky. Right. But um, I don't see him coming out of this and suddenly doing fundraisers. Yeah, I don't see him coming out of this and being different. I don't see him coming out of this and changing his mind or his opinion. But like I said, I'm glad that even though he said all of those things, and I agree with some of the things that people are saying, it's like, but I also am glad to see as a community, it's like, just being invested in, we're just gonna go get him. He's yeah. one of ours, even if he wouldn't do it for us, we're gonna fight to try to get him out. Because that's what community is, right? You even sometimes gotta fight for the bad ones. Yeah, but but the thing is, but then that gets into, we're talking about the bad men. That's kind of what kept R. Kelly under wraps because people didn't, you know, wanna, you never want, you yeah. know, fighting for him and fighting for Bill Cosby. Yeah, but that shit was going on. If you work for somebody, yeah. I can't even imagine working for somebody and knowing that they were fucking kids. I don't feel like I could stay there and just be like, I just turned my blind eye to. But, this. Everybody, but everybody did. Everybody did. Everybody did. Come on, anyone who worked at Jive Records or whatever label Kelly was on, anyone, everyone knew. That birth, that wedding certificate, whatever it's called, the wedding thing, it was in, it was on MTV News. Well, let me just tell you too. I was at Columbia Records for, it was the second Crisscross album. Right. Um, <laughs> they got two well, albums. They well, did. they did get two albums. And Aaliyah, I believe, I can't even remember, it was like Aaliyah, the brat, them maybe, was on the first single from the second album, and it was one of the first things she was doing. This is when every summer MTV used to have the Beach House. Right, right, right. You know, and they yeah, would yeah. do it in different places. Right. And I believe this year the Beach House was in Hawaii, and it was one of the first things she was doing after that whole story had come out. Right. And you know, remember her family denied it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I remember the most was having to set up that shoot. My boss was going to the shoot, and that they had all of this extra security, and they were doing all of this. Like, her whole family came because it was the first thing right. they were doing to make sure he could not go anywhere near her or be anywhere close to her. And it was a full situation. Oh, well, late, we, well, I just want to announce, we now have a dog. We have a dog in the room. Mm -hmm. Hi, puppy. So and now he's leaving. Yeah, he doesn't give any shit about <laughs> he us. He doesn't give a shit about it. He goes, he Aaliyah, a look, whatever. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, like, you guys are still there? Great, great, great. But yeah, so I just remember all of that around it. And then, but publicly... All of the denials, they were like, they were never married. Well, here's the thing. I mean, and some people have said this, the, the genius, and I hate to use that word in, in connection with Trump, but the genius of Trump is that he's doing everything in plain sight. And then says So you, Jeffrey Epstein right. in plain sight. R. Kelly in plain sight. Everybody, he R. Kelly literally wrote, he might as well have written songs going, and now I'm going to fuck the 12-year-old. Isn't it crazy <laughs> when you go back now, actually, and you listen to a lot of songs, and even the album tracks and stuff, and you They're listen, like and you listen to the lyrics. Age ain't nothing but a number. You, <laughs> age ain't nothing but a number. Uh, and, I mean, you, <laughs> and you listen to the lyrics, and you're like, huh. you know, this... Huh. this this huh. kind of could mean something, <laughs> something fucked right. up. Right. <laughs> you think? Right. Except it's so hard for me to give up toying a toying, but I've given it up. 
I never, you know, I will say one of the good. Th- I've never tying was a, a fucking toy. I was never a great a big R. Kelly fan. I reviewed the very first R. Kelly and public announcement record. Oh wow! Okay, and I what was that? She's got that vibe. Was that it? Yeah, vibe. yeah. And I compared it. Um, I writ- wrote him off as a Aaron Hall wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now for you kids. <laughs> <laughs> who might be like, what's an Aaron Hall? Yes, There's what group, is an Aaron Hall? New Jack Swing, there was a guy, a group named Guy, look them up. Yes, and Aaron Hall for was the shit. All right. For a long time he was the shit. Yeah, He, really he was, was the shit, but I just, I was like, oh, that R. Kelly, he'll never amount to anything because he just wants to sound like Aaron Hall. So what do you think the end game is with R. Kelly? Really, what do you think the end game is? Meaning what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um... And do you think I other think people he, around him should go down because people helped him procure those girls? So do you think... Well, I mean, I think that... I mean, I think anybody who... I, I mean, I think he's running a criminal enterprise, right? right? I yes. mean, I think like Epstein, he's just running a criminal... The difference is, is that, you know, uh, R. Kelly is doing it in like warehouses in shitty neighborhoods in Chicago and Epstein has a mansion and an island. Right. It's the same thing. They're running child sex, you know, child... Or in R. Kelly's defense, young women sex slavery. Right. I mean, there's too many people who have come forward and said stuff. Right. There's too many people. I mean, if they're going to bring everybody down with R. Kelly, then that means that there are going to be some Sony executives marching off. You do, do you, you think? You don't think people knew about it? Yeah, but you and they made mm. look people. Rap, I'm not saying that you know. You know, whoever was the head co-signed on it. But at some point, it's like being a Trump voter, okay? Okay. At some point as a Trump voter, somebody had to say, okay, I'm talking about the rational Trump voters, not the fucking idiots, okay? The the, the somewhat rational I have a bunch of friends that have voted for Trump. And listen, they're rational people. Right. At some point, they had to make the decision to go, all right, he's an admitted sex offender. All right, he's a racist. All right, he this, that, but... I can live with that for the greater good. Right. Whatever their view of the greater good is. Right. At this point, though, as of 2019, July 2019, after what he has now said about the women Congress people, there is not a, if there is a doubt in your mind that this man is a capital R racist, then, I, then there, you know what I mean? I can't even have the conversation with people anymore. I, neither can I because he... He's not even a deep racist. He grabs the low, the fruit is hanging so low from the tree it's that not it's even scraping the ground. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's like, "What do you mean he's racist?" I'm like, he doesn't even dig deep. No, he goes to the trope that we've all. If you are a person of color in this country, you've had somebody say some fucked up shit to you, like go back to where you came from. Well, I'm actually, like, it's and I'm always like Queens. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I saw this woman on on. Actually, it was really a sad, sad statement on this country. This morning I was watching, or it was like CNN or something like that, and it was um, Frank Bruni, who's a columnist for the New York Times, who's gay. Who Do you know su- Frank? Do I know him? Yeah. No, why? I was about to say, because as a writer, you know all of these people. I don't know. He's that. a real writer. I'm just and you writing. also know my Jim Farber, who I've been obsessed with for 20 <gasps> million years. You know I'm obsessed with Jim Farber. We'll have to get him to come yeah, on yeah, the show. Yeah, You're yeah. not afraid of him like J-Lo, mm-hmm. though, no, are you? Oh, no, no. Frightened. <laughs> Frightened of her. <laughs> Terror. Jim is also from the Bronx, but he's not scary. Yeah, I, I'm he's the obsessed best. with him. I love Jim. You know, Carver. and his 
I want to have him on so we can talk about. Okay, Madonna. I don't like the fact that somehow Jim Farmer's coming to a conversation where we're talking about a pervert. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's dope. This is because of Frank. I love Go Jim Farmer. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I so it's, please don't do that. I digress. Jim, I said, yeah, really. Um, this is how this is how lives are ruined. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so it's Frank Bruni uh, from the Times. Um, this woman who is Russian, whose name I can't pronounce, but she's a Russian from Russia, but is a writer. And then this. Oh, this former congresswoman, Mia Love, who is black. Oh, uh, I know her. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so they were discussing what, Ugh. what, yeah, okay. And the Russian woman said, no, she goes, I have had people say to me, go back to your country type of thing, because she's Russian. Um, and every And Mia Love, who was the black woman... It's like, oh, you know, these are regrettable, but I don't want to use the term racist. And Frank Bruni, who is a white man, and of course you don't want to have the white person mansplaining racism to the black people, oh, but God. everybody right. was like looking at her through the monitor going, but he just told four women of color to go back to their own countries. And what is not racist about that? And that's that? when you look at certain people and you're like, there was shit you're that, so was, brainwashed. that we all, you, it's not even that. All of these people are scams. They become these talking heads right. where they can explain away everything. And there were things that were always universally disgusting. Again, it didn't like matter said. if you were Republican. Didn't matter if you were right. independent. Didn't matter if you were dim- like whatever. There were things well, that the we norms. All, there were no more yeah. norms. And and just now it's like how some things are indefensible. Well, I actually saw. How some, else do you spin? Go back saw, to the country. No, where no, you no. Came I from. actually saw there was some Republican guy. I was like, it's like sometimes I wonder if these people don't are just. He literally said, "Well, I mean, it's not necessarily racist. Maybe Trump was referring to meaning go back to the districts you represent." It's, <laughs> okay, number one in the tweet, it says the word "country," and he said "crime," and it was also crime like go back ridden, to the crime-ridden crime ridden countries, countries that yeah. you came from, and right? Da, 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 da. Yeah, and then you have Lindsey Graham, who you know, sold I sold his soul, man. Well, if he had sold one, I don't even soul. like when people make fun of Lindsey Graham in terms of being gay because that would be his redeeming quality. As yeah, far I as I tell can people, say. stop shoving them on. We don't want them. They're don't fucked think... up. We don't want you. <laughs> right, and Pity Pat, leave you him know? alone. We don't want you. Well, you know, they show footage of Lindsey Graham in 2015 calling Donald Trump a racist and calling him this, and they said that, and now he called those women. I love when people call you a communist and a socialist. Yes. It's like you can't be both. Well, don't you love how socialist has become the word? Everybody's like, they want socialism, socialist, socialist. And it's just like, please stop with your buzzwords thinking that that's going to work. Because I really do think people are so beat up right now because yeah. the election just never stopped. Well, from but you also can't accuse people that, being yeah. communism and, you know, hate the communists. And then our president is literally sucking Vladimir Putin's dick. So being called a communist clearly isn't that bad a thing. But the point is, is as we were saying, as we start to wrap up our men and this will just continue because men will continue to behave badly all day every day all day every day but the thing except for my son of course i miss a good bad man from the 70s 80s scandal a good where it was like cheating stole all the money from the company it's yeah, really scandalous yeah, on the run no 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 some we need, hot like, mistress that we all like didn't know Steve, about who pops up with Steve a baby McQueen you know what i'm saying stuff. yeah what happened to those scandals everything now is like fucking up people's lives 
just changing the whole dynamic of everything and not giving a fuck about the fallout to people. It's like, what has happened? I really just don't know what has happened. Where has civility gone? There is no civility. There's absolutely no civility. There's absolutely no, and and we're talking as two coarse people, yep. so it's not even that. I'll I tell mean, you something. You know, you and I were discussing this, but, you know, all these, these viral challenges. How's this for a viral <sighs> challenge? Get off your fucking monkey ass and register and vote. There's yeah. your viral challenge, Here's a new kids. challenge. I'd like to see you filling out a voter registration form and actually showing up on election day. I give to vote. my students, yeah. I give my students extra credit if they if they registered to vote and then if they registered to vote, I excuse the lateness and if they actually voted, I excused an absence. Nice. I like that. I think so. Yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, I can't tell them who to vote for because that's good. And I'm law. never going to tell anybody who to vote for, I but am. I will say this. <laughs> You know, I, am. I will always say this. At least be part of the process. No, you have to vote. You can't complain. Down, you can't complain. You're gonna complain. point and say this. Tell me that you were at least part of the process. Because I know during the last elections, there was a couple of really big artists, and one in particular who I remember telling everybody, "I don't vote, and you shouldn't vote. It's bullshit." Who, who said that? I'm not even going to say his yes, name. Yes, you are. But, because why? Are you but, in the, why? Why? Because are, uh, because I saw a couple of them do it, and what I what I remember thinking at that time wasn't Jay, was. was it? Well, no, it wasn't Jay. I remember, I remember at that time thinking, the interesting thing about is it you, Puffy? No, the interesting thing about you telling people not to vote is you're saying it from the stage of an arena. <gasps> and, so from a stage and of an arena. And you was it Kanye? No, and you. Well, it is Kanye. He doesn't well, you know, vote. he didn't vote. He said something about voting too. But you are going to benefit from these tax breaks because what everybody keeps forgetting is most artists don't get paid in their name. No. They form corporations. Oh, of course. And corporations got permanent tax breaks. So your people are going to with the amount of money that you Oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking about hypocritical breaks. behavior? Let's <laughs> just switch the subject briefly and then we're no. going to sign off. All right. Courtney, what are we doing on Friday? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's a homosexual earthquake. It's a homosexual earthquake. Wait, wait, wait. Let me straighten up my outfit. By the way, you like my, my little caftan? Oh, uh, let me just tell you, you've been wearing very cute caftan-y dresses. That's that because olive I, I one ate... that you had on the other day when you came to my right. house, I love that. And Istanbul, I love this one, too. Istanbul, very Zara's cute. at yeah. Istanbul. It was yeah, on sale. Listen. It was five bucks. I ate a lot of baklava when yeah. I was on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of yes. baklava. All right. So on Friday. All right, so Courtney and I have many things. Courtney and I have known each other for years, as we said, and we decided to do this. And, you know, when you're dating, you start finding out your likes and dislikes. Yes. And it turned out, surprise, surprise, that we both have excellent taste in music. Yes. And it turns out that we both love Robin. Now, we're not the only people. It's not like we've discovered some obscure artist and we're the only people championing her. I mean, she is a fairly popular, the woman sells out arenas. It's not like we're so fucking cool right. that we discovered her. But we liked her even before the Pitchfork crowd. Show we, me love. Oh, yeah. I interviewed her in 1999. Yeah. Nice. Adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's nice. adorable. And I also love the fact that she's never had the teeth fixed. Yeah. And, she's, and she lives in a country where they have really good health care. Yeah. Where ASAP Rocky's probably going to be spending the rest of his life yeah. getting his teeth fixed. He can get his teeth fixed there Actually, too. He has really beautiful teeth. Are those his real teeth? Oh no, he's got beautiful teeth. I'll give him that. He's all a right, handsome all guy. Right, he's got all great right. Teeth. Well, anyway, that's what all the girls. All the girls love him. They love him. Yeah, he is kind of cute. Yeah, they love him. He they looks oily. Him. He lo anyway, he looks like he, he looks like really good sex, bad Wait, person. Did <laughs> Which is everybody I've ever had sex with in our day. Aww. Oh no, sad if, face. If I have sex with you, I hate you. You're usually a terrible person. Oh, Courtney! Piece of ass. <laughs> Courtney, if the 
show ever goes public, we're going to get you some no, therapy. This, honey, it's ask any gay man. It's like, oh, I hate him. We've had sex all the time. Oh, Courtney. <laughs> oh, don't feel bad for me, You Argentina. need a hug. Anyway. <laughs> So anyway, Courtney and I have been on this mission to see Robin. You would think, anyway, we're going to go on Friday. I'm very excited. I don't know where the seats are. We've gotten through my block association. It, it could be up in a little scary section, but here's the thing. I wear sneakers to a show. Do you wear sneakers to I a show? I wear sneakers to a yeah. show. Sneakers I don't dress to impress. No. I dress to run down to yeah, the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to work it out. But we are very excited that we're going to see Robin. We love Robin. We She yeah. would be our friend, don't you think? I in my dreams I think she would be our friend Robin would absolutely be she'd my be friend. our friend she's yeah, very cool yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I remember about when I interviewed Robin and then we'll so I, I interviewed her in 1999 it was in the year was 1999 mm-hmm. and it was in Stockholm and I was supposed to meet her at like noon or something for lunch and Sweden if you're like one minute late they think some and she was concerned she was worried because I was like five minutes late and she called where I had just been to make sure I was okay I love that. I love her. I love that. She's amazing. No. All right. Anything in particular you're listening to? Um... Well, yeah. I'm actually still listening to Idris Elba presents the Yardy mixtape. He made this oh, reggae yeah, mixtape. Oh, yeah. I, I, got, I totally He's on the cover to of, of Vanity Fair this yeah. month. And it's it's a really good reggae mixtape. And I'm also listening to Angel's Pulse, the new uh, Blood Orange mixtape. I really like really, him. Really, He's really playing Celebrate yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yep. We need to go to that. We are going go to go to that. I like, I, Dev Heim seems very strange, but yet I, I like him Listen, a lot. Listen, I like strange. I yeah. like strange. I Everything like strange. he does I end up really liking I think yeah. he's who Frank Ocean thinks he is kind of right you know he's just he's he's interesting to me the music reflects it no diss to Frank Ocean I have all of his music yeah me too I you know I love nostalgia ultra me the best too, more than the anything. other stuff I'm it's it's not really hitting no. me the same way that it hits other people yeah. but I like Dev Hines I like the work that he does I like that he's worked with all do you like Sky Ferreira I do like Sky Ferrari. Yeah, I like I the like stuff Sky with Sky. Yeah. All right, what am I listening to? Nothing because my I've just been I, I don't know I haven't been listening to much music lately. Right. Not in just because it's been too hot and I yeah. feel like if I turn on music it'll make me sweat more. <laughs> that makes no I, sense. I'm looking. I'm looking. That guys, makes if no you can sense. see the look that I just gave yeah, her. Yeah, no, I know. Room, like I need you to explain why okay, that makes sense. Okay, let me explain this. <laughs> Everything I feel like is going to make me sweat. It's just too fucking hot. <laughs> I have a new cat. I don't know what to do. It's just too hot. I can't even think straight. I think the next time we need to talk about our summer TV wrap-up. So that's right. what we'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Because, you know, this weekend is the finale of Big Little Lies. Oh! How is it going to all wrap up? How's it all going to wrap up? How is it all going to wrap up? How many husbands can they push down the uh, steps? How is it all going to wrap up? All right, Are we every- going to get sad, Zoe? What's going to happen? Oh, God. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, we didn't talk over each We're getting good at this. We, we may have to change the Listen, title. Well, Black Oprah and White Gale, we are we are getting it together. We <laughs> are getting it together. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. Until the next one. Bye. Peace. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.